0: Higher Inner Power, a reflection of true hip-hop culture, a study of hip-hop, and an execution of sticking to the roots while also propelling everything forward. Welcome to the very first episode of Higher Inner Power, featuring your host Ty Frazier, aka Supernova. I'm a music producer, audio engineer, beat maker, and MC, working to elevate the world through my music and bring back the greatest aspects of hip-hop culture that I feel like have been left out. This podcast is about the history of hip hop and how it affects our cultural and political situation today and basically our society as a whole. I feel like hip hop is very relevant in many aspects and many different degrees. And this podcast, I just really want to go over that and connect with different people, different artists, managers, you know, anyone involved in the culture in any aspect to give their perspective and how they think we can strive to improve it, and strive to become better through hip-hop, you know what I mean? So I'll start out with what is hip-hop, and where did hip-hop start? Hip-hop is more than music, it's a cultural movement that incorporates many different elements of art. The four foundational elements of hip-hop are DJing, b-boying, MCing, and graffiti. These forms of expression have also developed into further subcultures without losing the legacy of hip-hop itself. In the words of the great Kara S1, rap is something you do, hip-hop is something you live. And I feel like that is something I really live by. Hip-hop is a true living, breathing culture, and rap is uh, its what you're doing, you know, you're rapping. Rap, you know, as a form of music, it definitely has a negative connotation, but rap is an essential part of hip-hop. But hip, never get it twisted, hip-hop is the culture, rap is what you do. The intersection of all the elements of hip-hop generated a whole cultural revolution that rapidly spread across the globe. The global influence of hip-hop culture has shaped musical styles, fashion, technology, art, entertainment, language, education, and more all across the globe and to this day I feel like is the most influential genre of music in the entire world. Hip-hop, it continues to grow and it continues to elevate and it shows how it breaks language barriers, how People in other countries will sing it and not even know the language that it was written in. So that really says a lot about the power of music and the power of the culture of hip-hop as a whole. You know, it's something that was started in the Bronx in 1970s. uh, Basically to combat gang violence and to combat the poverty that was going on in that era and that situation. There was a lot of bad things going on in New York City during that era and the youth and the people who were going through that needed some type of outlet. They needed an expression. It truly is the voice of the voiceless. And I really think that everything about hip-hop should represent that and should always come back to that, to being the voice of a generation or the voice of a people or a subset or, you know, any, any type of person who feels oppressed, you know what I mean, in any type of sense. Hip-hop has always been that voice. And that goes back to even black music before, you know, like the the history of music in America definitely has a lot to owe itself to black culture and to black music because it's always been one of the main foundations of music in America, you know what I mean? So I feel like hip hop and everything that it stands for needs to represent that, you know, it's not exclusive to any one race or any one gender or anything like that, but it definitely, the foundation of it is a black music, you know what I mean? But no, hip-hop is something so beautiful, so creative that it can really change the world and really bring people together who never would have spoken, who never would have met, who never would have talked. You know, it's, it's just something beautiful, and that's, that's where I find I put my heart and soul into it because I, I feel it has the power to change the world and has the power to give other people a, an opportunity or an outlet when they might not have before. And to me, that's something very powerful and very needed in society and the world itself. The founder of hip-hop is credited as DJ Kool Herc. He was a Jamaican immigrant who in 1973 hosted the back-to-school jam in the recreation room of his Bronx apartment building at 1520 Sedgwick Avenue. This party is actually credited as being the first hip-hop party where the style, culture, and form of hip-hop was founded and formed, more or less. You know, he also introduced the breakbeat DJ technique. A mixing practice he adapted from Jamaican dub music, which later became a very big, influential part of hip-hop. Although he would play funk, soul, and other genres with percussive sections. Using a pair of turntables, he would play two copies of the same record and then switch between them to extend the the percussive section, known as the break. Cool Herc named this breakbeat style of DJing the merry-go-round, and it quickly became influential in the rise of hip-hop music. The break section also most anticipated part of a song where people danced to. Break dancers would come from different cities and battle it out with other groups, and those who we would refer to as the B-Boys. Herc also developed the rhythmic spoken delivery of rhymes and wordplay performed by MCs Today, He would speak in rhythm and rhyme over instrumental parts of songs to hype the crowd up, and his style of lyrical chanting and rhythmic wordplay was an early form of rapping, inspired by toasting which comes from Jamaican music and dub. He would shout phrases like, B-boys, B-girls, are you ready? Keep on, rock steady. This is the joint. You know what I mean? So more or less, Cool Herc really created what would become the culture of hip-hop with those first few parties. There was also other founders and DJs and MCs around that area in time. He's just, you know, created credited as the influential pioneer. So really, I think what he did and what he laid down is so influential and so massive and the waves that it set forth, I don't think there's any way he could have understood or comprehended what was to come of that. But I think it's really beautiful and spiritual when you think about it in retrospect and how hip-hop culture has reached the entire globe, the entire, literally the entire world. It's the most influential culture in music to this day. And it all just started in a humble recreation room of a Bronx apartment building you know, some kids who wanted to express themselves because they felt like they didn't have anything else, or they felt like they didn't have an outlet. And like I said, I feel like that's a point that should always remain in hip-hop. That is the true message, the true meaning of the culture of hip-hop, a voice of the voiceless, a voice to people who might not actually have an opportunity to have an outlet, who might not have a microphone, who might not have you know, the means to learn how to play an instrument. Hip-hop was something they could do. They could sit and rap, and they could sit and, you know, create these different forms of music that had never been heard before. So, you know, that's just something I think definitely needs to be hammered home. you know. And actually, today I want to bring up, uh, you know, a little history of today's date. Today is March 27th, 2023. Today in hip-hop history, Run DMC actually released their debut album. Run DMC, which is super highly influential, you know what I mean? Run DMC is definitely one of the biggest hip-hop groups of all time. You know, My Adidas, Tricky, Walk This Way with Aerosmith, you know, they, uh, they really laid a huge foundation for hip-hop, and so many of my favorite MCs credit Run DMC is influencing them, so definitely big ups to them. Now I want to get into a conversation with my homie Radio Ray. He actually has a program on Denver Open Media, eighty-nine point three. He's on on Wednesday evenings, I believe from six to eight p.m. So check him out and tune in with him. This is my conversation with the homie Radio Ray, aka
1: Ray Flow. Check it out. I feel like there should be a like another pulse within hip hop that needs to be revived, just in a, yeah. in a way where people are just like. What? Like, yeah, it, it takes them, exactly. you know what I mean, like, yeah, process it. That's it was, why Griselda was refreshing,
0: you know what hmm. I'm saying? It was just their substance. Man, that's just what they Griselda played.
1: was just like, on a hot summer day, like, uh. what is this is like this
0: And then you see Conway You're like This dude is screw face But then you learn his story You're like Dave you got shot But nah he's a he real dude. brought you but I love, love his story Some of his realer songs Where he talks about that well, it's I, like, To I me feel like, as, I really Fuck It feels though
1: Like in, in In all It's element I feel like you got like Parts of Big Pun Parts of Big L Parts of big oh, yeah. Smalls You know what I mean Like these really? guys They tell a story But they're so relentless You know what I mean That's yeah, yeah. why In a way Like if If Wu-Tang If if, if Wu Tang came up against these guys back in the '90s,
0: oh. they would probably just—they would end up being a conglomerate, you know. Yeah, what honestly, I mean? it yeah, would be a, it would be a me- good mesh. That's why Raekwon did, did the intro to like the first Griselda album I heard. Raekwon was on the intro, What so I was like, "Yep." It was like, "Oh, he had to give them props because you're right. It definitely has that Wu Tang feel." But you're right. That's just what it made me think of when you said like, "Hip hop needs that pulse," and it does. That was a breath of fresh air, but Griselda's not the only one. Should mm-hmm. I want to? I want to be a pulse, and many other artists who
1: create the music that we create. You know what I'm saying? We are the pulse of it. Shock the world, we <laughs> <jazz music. clears throat> I want to. I really want to make all this like come true, cause yeah, like going on tour to get an RV bus, bro. There's some dope ones out there,
0: man. Yeah, man. I'm. I, it's not something that interests me. Obviously, it's something I'm gonna have to do. And as a musician, it's a it's a hard life. It ain't easy. Motherfuckers think it's glitz and glimmer.
1: And it's not I
0: was watching someone talk about Tech 9 and They're like, man It was Mr. Fab I guess he's a Bay Area rapper But he's like, man I can't tour like Tech 9 He's like, you know They have to take showers and truck stops He's like, I'm a bougie motherfucker I need a hotel and a shower <laughs> I was like, I feel you But I respect Tech 9 Because he's on that grind He's like, fuck it He's like on that
1: militaristic Like, Yo, fuck it I'm gonna just grind this shit up You got to, man yeah. e- Even like The most easiest days Are the difficult ones Yeah Because you know, mentally You're just like I don't even know what to come up with Yup You know what I mean And and as much as like We give ourselves so much Like discredit But there's so much credit Because There's platforms that we build Even the corniest beat That we hear We're like Oh this is a cringer But somewhere in it It's like There's something redeemable Yeah Why, why am I still listening to this You know what I mean Yeah So yeah Even like, in
0: bad hip hop That's one thing I learned from Lil B Like I hated Lil B at first And then I realized Oh he's a troll And then I was like By him purposely <laughs> rapping badly On this song You yeah. can Hear how to rap Like that's what One lesson I've learned From people They're like By hearing uh, And seeing other artists I've seen terrible people Perform but it's like I learned from them Like you can learn From bad artists So you're right They have a purpose you And can. they even some of them Have fan bases So it's like You know what I'm saying To, to each their own Not I mean, everything's for everybody nah. Shout out to Lil B He's real man He actually
1: uh, At least me. you try You do your You know Yeah. I mean like My, my highest <laughs> video Was like Off of this Muhammad Ali Video Like Muhammad Ali, sample that I did.
0: Hell oh, yeah!
1: And honestly, it—I it, mean, like three hundred. I was like, "Oh, this is dope!" But then I was just like, I just had a DVD playing in the background and just blacked everything out. And I was just <laughs> like, "Got him!" So then, like, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is simple, but so gratifying." You know what I mean? Like, because you can—you can twist it you know what I mean but at the same time it's not as authentic because you know what I mean you to have like the vinyl itself oh yeah cuz then you can do some shit like yeah I you didn't can mess uh, with it. yeah you know other other producers would be like yeah man I looked at it like that but it's like I know you did and congrats yeah you know look at what I did here's here's how I And if it. it's a certain sound that I want to like yeah. if I have
0: the chance to have a vinyl I want it on vinyl but sometimes it's yeah, mp3 is easy but i agree with you man vinyl I mean, whenever possible is such a good let's speak of all vinyl
1: what are you thinking
0: about laying down yeah man i'm down to lay down whatever man we could go through and uh just find something random chop let's, it up uh- a snippet of the beat me and Radio Ray made right after that session that you heard, so shout out to him. You know, he's actually going to the Nuggets game tonight, so hopefully he has a dope time. That's just a little sample of what we cooked up. It's always greatness when we come together and make a beat, you know what I'm saying? So y'all gotta stay tuned for that. I just wanted to tune back in and just give y'all some more hip-hop knowledge, hip-hop history, you know what I'm saying? So in 1979, the hip-hop trio Sugar Hill Gang released what is widely considered the first hip-hop record or the first hip-hop record on radio, Rapper's Delight. It reached the top 40 of the U.S. Billboard charts and propelled hip-hop into the spotlight, making hip-hop a full-fledged genre, and from there, now the most influential genre in the world. So shout-out to Sugar Hill Gang. You know, I know how that they have their controversies. Supposedly, they didn't write all the lyrics, and maybe someone, they might add a ghostwriter or something like that. But at the end of the day, you know, they laid a foundation for hip-hop. And their song is legendary. It will forever be known as one of the first hip hop songs on the radio. So, in the '80s, hip hop was in full force. Many different artists began bringing new ideas to the genres. You know, uh, drum kits, uh, bass. You know, G funk sounds. You know, uh, two live crew, N.W.A., Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Uh, you know what I mean? D- different artists like that, Slick Rick, L.L. Cool J. You know, those are all staples of nineteen eighties hip hop. Rock him, definitely my favorite by far. Eighties hip hop, Rock him and Eric B. Paid in full. That's a foundational album of hip hop. You know, and if you're a student of hip hop, an MC, a rapper, you definitely need to sit down and listen to that full album, just front to back. It's just such a classic. It will teach you how to MC. It will teach you how to make beats. It'll just give you a different perspective on music. You know, that's what really what it did for me. Such an influential album. An amazing piece of work. So, yeah, definitely, you know, like, learning the history of something is how you propel it forward or how you learn to do what you want to do within your craft. And it's it, it's just so important and integral to continuing to evolve as a human being, you know what I mean? So, to me, the, the best golden age of hip-hop, though, is definitely the 1990s, you know what I mean? Uh, just so much good, soulful jazz loops and samples and high-level MC lyricism, you know, it's just, to me, the pinnacle of hip-hop is definitely the 1990s, you know, groups like Tribe Called Quest, Nas, you know, Big E, Big L, Gangstar, Black Moon, you know, there's just an endless number, The Far Side, man, it was really the greatest era of hip-hop, in my opinion, and it's really what molded me to become who I was, you know, being a kid of the 90s, being born in the 90s, so... Really grew around that aesthetic and just really understand and relate to it so much that I really try to put it into my music as much as possible. So shout out to 90s hip-hop and all the fans of 90s hip-hop. You know, that's definitely what I want to put into and infuse into my music. So no, I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate y'all tuning in. It's your boy Ty Frazier, a.k.a. Supernova. This is Higher Inner Power, my new podcast really just to define hip-hop, to... Study the culture of hip hop To study the history of hip hop And let people know some information They might not have known before You know I think that's important And I think that's necessary In the world we live in and the uh, short attention spans we have these days I think it really helps to Take a sec, sit back, reflect See the history of what we're doing And where it came from So I appreciate y'all tuning in once again My name is Todd Frazier Thank y'all Have a blessed night